I started volunteering. It's all about who you know in sport. Am I going to be calling the last 10 seconds of the grand final? You can connect with the interviewer. The hand goes up when they've got to make a decision. Having a network is one of the most important things you can do. I didn't necessarily follow my passion. I followed my curiosity. Once you've worked in sport, there's no going back. And then lo and behold, before I left, I got offered two. Hello and welcome to the Sports Grab Podcast, the ultimate guide to make it in the sports industry. I'm Ryan Walker. Joining me is the exceptional Reuben Williams. We are two mates who met at Cricket Australia. Each week we learn how people made it in sports and tease out their career decisions, work habits, skills and everything they do that makes them great. Also, you can learn how to get in, get promoted, and get thriving in the sports industry. Rubes, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Ryan. I think that's the kindest you've ever been to me on this podcast. Exceptional, <laughs> thank you. I'm flattered. Exceptional. It's a it's an interesting adjective, isn't it? Yeah, it's, you're amazing. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, uh, if I could just return, serve happy birthday. <laughs> oh, thank you. This is the first time I think we've recorded on either one of our birthdays. Uh, how does it feel to be 28? Yeah, it feels uh, so much different to yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's, um, it's getting a bit real, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Time's ticking on. <laughs> that's, that's the way I like to think about it. Um, but no, look, I've still got two years left of my 20, so it's not all doom and gloom. No. Um, but it is certainly getting real. You are playing golf a lot more, so you are, you've probably got the, uh, the hobbyist age of a 40-year-old. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a meme the other day. It was like uh, the starter pack of a, of a 30-year-old, and it's like the bike. It's like whiskey. It's, it's, um, it's baking your own bread. <laughs> and I forgot the other one, but I've, um, yeah, I'm starting to tick them off. I've got the bike. I think golf may have been the other golf one. Golf has got to be in there, Golf's surely. got to be in there. But, um, yeah, certainly starting to be more 30 yeah. Uh, which is a good and uh, scary thing at the same time. So, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we've never recorded on a birthday before. No. Quite <laughs> weird when you've done 237 episodes. So, mm. yeah. Anyway, um, let's get cracking because today's a little bit different. Um, but at first, just a quick mention of our beloved Deakin University, who's been a supporter of the podcast since day one. If you are looking to study right now, whether that's post-management or undergrad or whatever it might be, get over to the Deakin University website. Their sports management course is number one uh, in the world. So get around that and uh, you can find all the info you need to start your journey in sport over at Deakin University's website. If you haven't already, follow us on LinkedIn. And if you want to connect with hundreds of others working in sport, you can become a, sport, a member of the Sports Grade community. Rube, speaking of that community, it is absolutely popping off at the moment. Uh, yeah. Give us a little bit of an update about what's yeah. been happening. Yeah, well, last week the Winds Channel just like went berserk and uh, there was about 20 things that came through of everyone doing all these impressive feats, but I'll give you a few of them here. So kicking off, Gelfa Chan has just started a new position as the HR coordinator at the freaking FIFA Women's World Cup. So well done to you, Gelfa. That is a sensational role to, to land just before the tournament. Pierre Kennedy... Now the commercial SSN and events coordinator at Nepal Australia. Going to join our good friends at Nepal Australia. You're going to have a lot of fun there, Pia. Uh, Sparsh just got an internship with uh, the partnerships team at Green Room Digital. So well done to you, Sparsh. We know uh, River and Justin and the, and the guys at Green Room do great things. Mm. So you're going to have a great time enjoying that internship. And uh, Flynn Wood has just got another amazing role at uh, – 
SEN, Sports Entertainment Network, as a partnerships coordinator. So well done to you, Flynn. That's sensational. But as I said, there are about like 15 others that we could have cho- chosen this mm. week. It was a... Uh, an outstanding week for the community. I was going to say, like, if we if we put them all on there, we'd be here for a mm. good good half hour. But um, for those who aren't in Discord, there is a specific channel in there called Wins, and every week all of our members can share their wins of, of their week. And last week, I tell you what, I, I, there was honestly like twenty something in a day, mm. and it was pretty pretty impressive. Mm. Add to the fact that. It's your birthday today. Yeah, that's a M- win. My birthday was at the start of the week. <laughs> yeah. Birth- birthday and wins week. <laughs> big week in May. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all happening. Mm. Awesome. Well, if you want to stay up to date with the community, if you want to receive uh, a deep dive into how people got their jobs, you know, events coming up, all those different things, then uh, subscribe to our newsletter. It comes out each Friday. And if you want to get a hold of that, head to sportsgrad.com.au forward slash newsletter to join. Brilliant. Nice and Reeves. Well, as I said at the top of the episode, this is a bit of a different ep. We uh, we had the intention of doing these every quarter. We thought a quarterly check-in with just Reeves and I. Those who've been listening for a while know that we have shifted to just the one episode this year where we talk to a guest in the sports industry. So we don't really get the opportunity to do an episode with just Reuben and myself. So we thought today we'd do a bit of a, an R&R check-in, we're calling mm. it. Uh, we can touch on a few personal things, a bit of updates from SportsGrad HQ, and then some things we can we can look forward to in the in the coming months. So, mm. I guess uh, you know, first question is how are you? Not bad, not bad. <laughs> I think um, I'm feeling uh, pretty good. And this, this year's just like kind of flown by. Mm. Like it's it's been very very hectic because. At the, at the start of the year, I was in India for a wedding and for some work in, in Mumbai. And so, and then came back and went up to my dad's wedding in, in Brisbane. And then as soon as that wrapped up, we had meetups down the east coast of Australia. Mm. So the first month just disappeared in a heartbeat. And then there was a small moment to like catch my breath before March hit, which we, we ended up labeling March Madness yeah. <laughs> because that's when university kicked off. We were getting um, invited to different universities to come and speak and present on different things, which is fantastic. Uh, also got invited to come to the Australian Grand Prix to be involved in that. So another fantastic opportunity, but it meant that March was just another mental yeah. month trying to get all these different things in order to go out and, and spread the word of sports grad whilst also, you know, doing everything that we do in the community every week or doing mm. every podcast every week. So it's kind of been a ebbing and flowing a little bit and then april's been an interesting month where we've kind of um it's very it's a very interrupted month i keep saying it it's like december yeah because you've got easter you've got anzac day you've got all these shortened weeks it's hard to like you know people are here there and everywhere people take holidays um uh and uh so it's kind of been a good time for us to kind of slow down reflect on what we're doing before going again and um whilst the slowing down in activity has been kind of nice. It also comes with like a lot of review time to be like, all right, what are we doing? What's working? What's not doing? What's not doing well? What is doing well? And that comes with its own, you know, set of stresses as well. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes it's feel like it's, it's hard to catch a break. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like that's probably been my year so far. Yeah. Yeah. What, how, how are you? How what yeah. would you say to that? I feel, I feel a little bit similar. Like, I feel like I'd have no idea how it's May. 
Mm. It's like, what what on earth has happened in the last few months that's made it go so quick? But I guess you're right. Like, you know, when you were away, I think I was in Perth for a bit of a um, – obviously March was just mad. Um, so you kind of – you just lose track of time, to be honest. And April, it just flew because, you know, as you, as you said, half the time is a public holiday and um, all of a sudden it's May. So, like, I'm a bit like you, like you – kind of just you're searching for like two weeks of just nine nine to five like mm. you know what i mean absolutely there's been lots of like extracurricular activities yeah. going on <laughs> so yeah in 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 a weird way i'm kind of like oh, i'd love to just have a block of time where um you just work and go through life but mm. i think the more i think about it the reality is that no month is ever going to be like that the way that we operate you know no. like there's so much happening and which is totally fine because we love it mm. so i feel like in my mind i'm kind of like i need to need to stop wanting that casual two weeks mm. <laughs> off work because it's probably not going to happen anytime soon mm. um but i think overall though i'm pretty happy with where everything's at like mm. we speak a lot about like the different buckets of sports grad you know like podcasts we've got our community We've got our events. We've got all these different buckets that we that we play in. And I think you know, probably the, the best thing about the year so far is because it's been so busy, it's forced us to be like, what are those buckets? What are we doing in each one? Like we've, we've kind of had to be more organised and actually understand what we do a bit better mm. because we've got less time to, you know, kind of think about it on a day-to-day basis. Mm. Um, so that's been really good. And I think also having mill and having acacia involved as well has mm. been super 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 helpful for us um having some some extra hands on deck so above all i feel good <laughs> but at the same time time is flying yeah which is uh which is scary so yeah yeah what, what's been some wins for you some wins year? i reckon things um, you're enjoying highlights i think one thing that I've, I've thought about is like the we're seeing like the people in our community maturing in terms of their career like i think there's never been more wins and i know kind of, what, what, what about for you oh for me well i mean that's a win because i kind of <laughs> like that stuff but um some wins this year i think our events went really well to start with like i'm pretty happy with how we've run those events i think personally though um i feel like i've been more we, we talk about our habits a lot. Like I've, when I started trying to implement some habits, I like kind of miserably failed because I'd never really done that before. But I'm starting to be more structured and also like owning like your time a bit. So like I know like how my week will look and I'm more structured with how it looks because I'm kind of taking ownership over it. It's not like... Um, it's not like a regular, you know, job where you've got to be here at this time and you do this and then you report to your boss and you have a weekly catch-up and you check in all that kind of thing. With us, it's kind of like we check in every week, we know what we need to do, but outside of that, it's like largely like it's dependent on you how you spend your time. So I feel like I've got better at, I guess, structuring my week the way I want it to look rather than letting other things dictate how it looks. Mm. Um, so that's been really good for this year. Um, but other than that, like, it, it's actually weird. Like, I can't – I'm actually struggling to find personal wins this year. 
I don't know why that is. We, you shot under 90 the other day. What's that? You shot under 90. I did day. shoot under 90 the other day in golf. Golf has been your number yeah, one golf hobby. golf has been a win, yeah. And you said at the start of the year, you're like, I want to get under 90. That and is like, true. I'd be lucky to get under 100. Yeah, I did get under 90. And then the other day, you, you're on the golf course flailing your putter around the air <laughs> on the 18th hole because you're two shots shy of 90. Isn't that correct? <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. Um, so that is a win. Maybe I, I, I just don't put enough weight on it. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I feel like I've kind of this year I've I've just kind of thought about like I haven't put a lot of weight on personal wins. I've just kind of thought about sports grad, mm. which is I don't know if that's good or not, but mm. probably not. <laughs> Depends how you look at it. Yeah, if you enjoy it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've kind of put all all the weight of like this is what winning looks like over mm. here. Yep. Um, Although, yeah, there, I should get some more wins. Like, I'm, I've literally got my goals up here at the start of the year. I wanted to prioritise my physical health. That needs to improve. <laughs> um, I wanted to break 90 on 18 holes, which is great. Oh, that's one thing I've done this this, this year. I've won the weekends. Mm. Like, I, I'm, I said at the start of the year, I want to, like, go somewhere every eight weeks or so. Mm. I feel like I've made... Made some good use of the time. Start to get out and about a Start bit Start to get out and about. Been camping, a couple of walks, mm. you know, go away for a weekend and just recharge the battery a little bit. So, nice. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a weird, it's been a weird start. Mm. Just I think it's just been so busy. Yeah. So you kind of like, you lose track of it all. Yeah. But um, it's been good. Nice one. What are some wins on your end? Um. Well, I think what you mentioned before about how because things are getting so busy, it's become really important that we have systems for each of our different buckets. That's kind of been like mm. the theme of my year as yeah. well, just like getting those personal and professional systems right so that your day-to-day and your week-to-week becomes ideally effortless. Yeah. And, um, and like you, like I've been trying to set goals and habits and, and work to achieve them for – probably close to two and a half years now. Mm. And at the, st- at the start of this, you know, sort of journey of wanting to get better at a couple of different things, it took a while of trying things, failing at them, before I finally found a set of things that helped yeah. me operate and, you know, be happy and healthy and all that. Yeah. And um, at the start of this year, I took um, – I took four days. Probably didn't need four days, but I took four days. Um, I love that. <laughs> um, over New Year's just to reflect and set up my system for 2023. And mm. I feel like now that's been the best thing I've ever done for myself because creating that system um, has allowed me to have so much clarity about what am I doing this quarter, this month, this week, this day. Yeah. And that involved literally like creating a, a home for my life. So uh, we use a platform called Notion, which is very flexible. You can design whatever you want in it. So good. And I, I spent those four days kind of reviewing what do I want to do and what do I want to achieve and then literally having and then thinking about how do I operationalize that. And so Notion became my way of tracking everything, you know, seeing where things are at. And um, having that tool has probably been the best thing ever because now I can – it now just keeps me on track every day. I can look at, I look at it every single day um, and it's just making life 
easy for me now. Hmm. And so I'll give you I'll give you an example of kind of where I've come from. So back at the start, like if I um and this is how I like grade my habits. So if I did a habit for ten out of or less less than ten days out of thirty days in a month, I'd give hmm. myself zero points. If I did it between ten days and nineteen days in a month, I give myself one point. Yeah. If I did it twenty days or more in a month, I give myself three points. And so in the early days of trying to do all this, um, you know, my, my habit score I think was had a you know, a top score that you could possibly get was like eighteen. And so I'd get, you know, seven, eight, nine, twelve if I was lucky, but I'd never get eighteen out of eighteen. Since creating this system for myself at the start of the year, I've got a perfect score every single month. <laughs> yeah. And um uh and for the f- first time ever, I've had like perfect habits in the last couple of months, like literally hitting 30 out of 30 for yeah. for a handful of them, which just never happened before. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like I owe all of that to setting up the system in those four days I yeah. put to the side at the start of the year. Now I feel like I'm just, yeah, feels a lot easier yeah. now. You're not, you're not doing it on the fly. No, nothing's on the fly. Yeah. No, not at all. Um. So yeah, that that's probably been the major positive to to come out of this day. I'm mm. feeling good about things. I'm missing footy though. Yeah. I um I'm not playing football this season just because I'm about to go overseas and I don't want to break a cheekbone or a leg or whatever before I take yeah. off. <laughs> but I am I saw uh my footy team uh playing over the last couple of weeks and some, you know, content come up and I was like, get in the itch again, like, ah, get me yeah. back out there. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I have I am missing that sort of competitive outlet for yeah. sure. Yeah, far out. I've, I've had the itch lately. Hey, mm. I, like it sounds like really shit because like I haven't done anything about it. But like mm. I always drive past footy. I'm like, oh, it'd be so good to play. But then I think about when it's 12 degrees in Melbourne <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of winter, and it, I'm I'm not afraid to say that I'm a fair weathered footballer. <laughs> like I, I'm. I come from Perth where, you know, it, it rains twice a year for footy and you play on massive MCG-sized fields. And that that is fantastic for me. I, I don't suit the 12-degree rain, super physical game of football. So They're a bit precious over in Perth, yeah, it sounds like. Oh, I wouldn't say that. But, but um, yeah, you get the itch, don't you? I, I miss just sport because I don't play any sport other than golf. Yeah. You know, it's not really competitive. You're playing against yourself. Mm. So, like, I kind of miss playing a sport of some kind with a team. So, mm. anyway, need to do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've touched a little bit on sports. Where we kind of we ooze that into our personal lives, which it always does, but that's okay. But I want to touch on a few few things that are happening at HQ. Um, and we'll go down because we, we, we've done a little bit of preparation for this episode. We didn't want to do it off the fly completely, but... Um, there's been a few things that are happening, which is which is great. So we'll go down the list. And the first one was the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. I know we've chatted about it a little bit. People just saw a few of our posts online. But um, can you get your thoughts on, like, how that came about, but also the success of it? Because mm-hmm. we had a lot of fun. Like, yeah. It was such a good event. Yeah, we had an amazing time. So the Grand Prix hit us up and said, hey, do you guys want to activate in a little booth in the tech hub where we've got a whole bunch of businesses in an exhibition type space and we said yeah absolutely mm. so we rounded up i think uh 
eight or nine different volunteers to help us come and activate the space. And so for the four days of the Grand Prix, we were speaking to patrons rolling through the space about sports crowd and careers and sport and all that sort of stuff. And it was actually a really good learning opportunity on how to get people's attention. (laughs) Because at the start of it, we were like, hey, are you interested in career in sport? And they're yeah. like, no. We're like, all right, cool. Good yeah. chat. <laughs> Good on, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of – it was heavier rejection the first couple of days. Yeah. Um, but then eventually we got to the point where we're literally pointing at someone going, hey, you. And they'd stop. They'd be like, who is this, you know, random person pointing at me What's right now? to me? Yeah. <laughs> and we'd go, how are you getting home tonight? And they're like, oh, I don't know, catch a train or the tram. And we'd be like, cool, you need a podcast to listen to. Listen <laughs> to this. And they'd go, oh, yeah, all right. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll give that a go. Yeah. I might be doing something completely different. But, you know, I, I can listen to Michael Wilson talk about how he took the photo of Buddy 1000. Yeah. yeah that's, that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, good lesson in how to capture people's attention. Mm-hmm. Um but also just great to see so many people because, you know, these major events bring so many people from the sports industry together. So a lot of people rolled yeah. through and said a hi, which was, um, yeah, the best bit. Yeah. No, I loved it. I've actually, I met two people who, one does a podcast, one works at a major sports agency here in, here in uh, sorry, in Sydney. And um, just happened to meet them while we're at the stall and have since caught up with them, like offline and kind of have kept in touch. So it was kind of weird, like, wasn't expecting that. It's more just it just shows, you know, anybody can be there. Mm. Anybody can, can come around and have a look. And obviously we had the, the live stage, which was fantastic as well. Yep. Fair to say I was pretty nervous for that one. Yeah. Um flying a little bit blind, but like super fun at the same time. We had a bit of fun with it. So um yeah, big thanks to those at the Grand Prix for having us, but mm. also uh yeah, we, we were so happy to be there. So Yeah, in the in the stage in the tent where the stage that we were talking on was there might have been maybe 200 people huddled, yeah. huddled underneath. But, um, you know, when my grandkids ask, oh, Ruben, did you speak of the Australian Grand Prix? I'll tell them that all 450,000 people huddled around to hear yeah. Ryan and 100%. I. We were on the main, main stage. That's yeah. what I'll be telling you. We were on the track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boys on track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Grand Prix was amazing. I hope to be back next year. It was, it was mm. incredible. Um. The other thing that we have kind of noticed this year is, well, we haven't noticed, we know it, is that we are, plain and simple, we are a startup. And part of being a startup is that you don't solve every problem straight away. There's a bit of testing, a bit of learning. And I think this year we've done a bit of that with our probably our three products or main products we have, and that is our community. We've got how we work with organisations through our B2B model and also the podcast. And I think one thing this year that we've done is we've kind of tweaked each one, um, which has been interesting because I think you've always got to be thinking about what's what's next with these things. And I think one thing that comes to mind, maybe you can cover the community stuff off, but one thing that comes to mind is our um, our B two B model. And for those tuning in, like that, that is how we work with our organisations who who want to hire great talent from our community. We've obviously got. Over 500 fantastic people who are inside our community and organisations want to tap into that because they're, they're super motivated, they're, they're great at what they do and they, they want to work in sport. So one thing that comes to mind this year has been what we do with our job board. And for me, like, it's been a bit of a learning around, like, how do you, how do you figure out what, what the right way to go is? Mm. And historically, we've always had that job board inside our community that's obviously part of 
being a sports grad member, you get you get jobs, you get all sorts of things to do with that. And because we kind of had so much interest from organisations to to sort of hire from that group, we thought, well, it's probably an opportunity to make a public job board and get you know lots of traffic through it, to get all all organisations posting jobs on there, and. You would have seen that on socials. I mean, posting about it. We talked about it at our last meetups, um, and it was, it's only been the last month that we've realised that hey, it's probably not the way to go. And it has come from just speaking to our members. I think we found that that is actually really valued as a sports member to have that job board behind closed doors. As you know, as part of the value you get. And I think it was just a realisation that, like, before you go and do something. You know, make sure you you know your, your customer, and I, I think like it's not to say we didn't speak to people before we did it, but it just kind of made me think like it's okay to test and learn these things. We've kind of we've gone through that process. We've now brought it back into the community, made that exclusive for our members, and I think in turn it's like I feel good that we're about to bring that value back, mm. but. Above all, like it's just a it's just a learning, you know. Like I don't mm. I don't regret anything at all, mm. but I think it's it's part of the startup journey to to do things, to make mistakes, to then correct those, and then hopefully make them even better as we go. But um, mm. it's been a funny one that one the yeah. old, the job board journey. I think yeah. we could call it. But yeah, the B two B offering that's gone up, yeah. down, and around here, there, and everywhere. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think one thing that's become quite clear to us is you know double down on value for members totally. um, and so that uh oh i've just got a lovely message sam perry from the great cricketer has just texted me back saying yep let's do a podcast oh, yeah. <laughs> well those listen to ian higgins <laughs> there's a round two coming yep. with sam perry so that is enormous yeah live news on the podcast live news. I love that. Yeah. breaking news that's just popped up on the laptop <laughs> brilliant uh, i don't mention much of the text messages that roll into my laptop yeah. when we're doing these but that yeah. one felt like it was it's probably relevant not to as well yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so double down on yeah. value for members is what we've probably learned out of this despite there might be a shiny object for organizations mm. but i think at the same time we're actually being able to provide twice as much value for organizations as well 100 percent, because we've realized that you know them hiring behind closed doors in our community saves them a hell of a lot of time yep. saves them um a lot of money as well too rather than going out here there and everywhere mm. um and so i think the learning for us has been like we we had the model right we probably just weren't commercializing it correctly in, yep. in the in the right way which is why we went down the job board path so mm. now we're kind of bringing in now it's like job board but inside closed doors inside the community yeah and then like a, a small recruitment offering as well so for organizations who want to tap into talent you know we'll send you five to eight people or so and, and if you hire one of them we'll take a small clip of that yeah. So now there's like more incentive for us to help the organizations and also help the members. So it mm. feels like everybody's now winning yeah. out of this. So Yeah, 100%. I got, think we're like trying to be everything. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you just try and – I think it happens often. Like mm. you try and do everything for somebody, but you end up doing nothing. And I think yeah. like we were trying to be an enormous job board that speaks to the masses. Yeah. And it's like what is – special to us is like we've got this elite community of people yeah and double down on that like that's where we have our niche yeah 
So yeah, it's a it's a learning, but a, a really good one, and I'm I'm happy we went through it because yeah. now I think we know we know where we sit, we know what we can offer. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what else have we changed? We, we we went down to one podcast a week. That that's probably been mm. the, the best. I don't know if listeners will agree with this, but um, <laughs> hopefully, that, <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that's been really good this year is that uh, despite taking the podcast down to one episode per week, the listenership has not dropped off despite there being mm. uh, 50% less content per week. Yeah. Um, but what's been really good is that the new listens for each new episode has been through the roof. Like one of the metrics that we judge the success of our podcast on is how many downloads does an episode get in the first seven days upon its release? Yeah. And I think like we've done maybe you know, nine or 10 episodes so far this year, probably seven of them are in the top 12 Mm. for most downloads in the first seven days. Like Shane Leonard straight up to the top, you know, Bianca Litchfield, very popular. Mm. Uh, Melissa Lawton, Jordan Iannuzzi, like uh, Emily Jackson from the FIFA World Cup, like Michael Wilson, like all of these guys just kept leapfrogging each other. I was like, oh, Bianca's now fifth of all time. Oh no! Now, uh, now Michael is. Oh, now EJ is. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's been one thing that's been really good uh, this year. Kind of doing less, but um, yeah. seeing it spread further as well. Yeah, hundred percent. It's um, it's been interesting. Like, I think it's also down to the fact that like we've got one podcast with a great guest and we can get so much content from that. So mm. we're using other channels to promote that. Yep. yep. It's not just, you know, quickly talk about the first episode, then we go to the second episode and sometimes it can get missed. So I think mm. it's given us that opportunity to really hone in on the content side of things, which is which mm. has been enormous. Yeah. And like having spoken to a few members as well, um, the bite size information, like that's all great and people loved it. And we want to deliver that, but it sounded like that sort of stuff is, you know, you'd, you is best delivered in a blog form. Yeah. So I think over time we want to start to boost that back into the blog, mm. pump up the newsletter more, and have some more really valuable written content that people can access, copy paste, come back to easily at any point in time. Yeah. Rather than you know trying to sort through a a fifteen minute podcast episode to find a an interview tip or something. Yeah. Like that stuff's kind of better on your laptop, I think. Yeah, totally. So that sort of like... Go back and listen. Yeah. task. <laughs> exactly. So that sort of like channel for purpose fit has mm. been a, a good learning as well. Yeah, 100%. Fantastic. I think we've touched on community growth. So I'll, I'll, I'll quickly say again, it's, it's just been cool seeing everyone grow. Like you see members who have been part of the community for like a year or mm. two years or even, you know, six months or whatever. And I think you start to see them come from, a you know, a place of, okay, I'm just looking for my first-time job. Mm. I, you know, I need to learn how to network, need to learn how to interview better, need to learn how to, you know, sell myself a bit, a bit better than what I could. Um, and I guess like seeing those people now transition to like – they work in the industry. They're doing like fantastic things, and it's like just seeing that journey has been really cool. I think that was always going to happen with time. You know, like people jump in, all of a sudden they're they're now leaders in the industry. So I think that has been pretty cool 
pretty cool to see and um you know we're having to think about like what what could be next in terms of what we can offer those people as well those who have you know reached their goals and what what's next and how they get better at their job for instance so mm. that's something that's playing on our mind a little bit um can you explore that with our members some of our listeners out there so if anyone's mm. got any ideas feel free to get in touch but um, some mm. exciting things on the horizon, I think. That's it. If you're a young professional working in sport and you feel like maybe the sports grade community has helped me get my job, but I've got a new set of needs and goals, then um, let us know what you'd like us to, to create specifically for you. Mm. The last one we'll chat about is uh, meetups. And uh, it's fair to say uh, this round of meetups coming up is probably going to be our biggest ever. Mm. We've changed our tune a little bit. It's it's We're going to shift away from the event space for this round. We're going to go to the sport. Guys, mm. <laughs> emphasize just for this round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for this round. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We, know, mm. we don't know where these are going. But um, mm. we are going to the sport. Uh, mm. We're going to go see our beloved Brisbane Broncos mm. uh, up at Suncorp Stadium. Um which is going to be incredible. Like, think about, you know, you get to meet new people in sport, you get to grow your network, have a drink, get a fantastic view of the ground. We've got a great little hospitality space, mm. a, a seat as well if you want to go sit down and watch the game, um, food on offer. It's going to be fantastic. So this has been, like, a bit of a gamble, to be honest. We're like, this is going to be pretty cool. Let, let's give it a crack. Mm. I think already we're seeing tickets flying through, so we're pretty excited for it. Mm. Up in Brisbane, we've got a few plans coming up as well for Melbourne and Sydney and Adelaide. Mm. Um, so there's plenty coming up, but if you haven't got it, if, if, if you're in Brisbane and you, you want to get to the NRL on the 18th of May, um, head to our LinkedIn, head to our website, head to mm. our Instagram, wherever we are, you'll, you'll be able to find a link. Mm. Um, we'd love to see you there. It's going to be cool. That's it. These meetups are meet people in sport at sport. Yeah. So good. starting in Brisbane, there'll be others around the country too. Yeah. And um, I, had a, I had dinner with a particular uh, sports grad follower um, recently who, who brought this idea up. She said, if we could go to sport and sit with people who work in sport and like-minded, that mm. would be really cool. Yeah. And so this is exactly that, at the sport with people in sport. Yeah. And um, so if you're a sporting organisation and you have tickets available and you'd love to um, help people in sport come together, let us know and we can try and arrange a meet-up at your, your match as well. Absolutely. Awesome. Last thing to look forward to is your travel. Yeah. So how's um how's the planning going? Because <laughs> if, if I think about traveling for five months, I'm like, mm. oh, my God, how do I plan this stuff? But <laughs> I'm sure Chloe's done a fair bit of it. But yeah, how is the planning going? You see, my, my approach is not to plan at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, if it was up to me, I'd just book a flight and yeah. so I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> no, I love that. Whereas, like, uh, my, my partner, Chloe, she is uh, very meticulous with the planning, must know where we're going every step of the way which, which is fantastic yeah. I just said make sure that we can cancel everything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there's a cancellation policy on every booking yeah exactly right <laughs> exactly right no but like we're both going to be working and traveling the, the whole time and so um, one of the things one of our routines we've set up is to do two weeks at a time in each location yeah so every fortnight on a Saturday we're going to be moving location oh yeah so travel on a Saturday so it doesn't interrupt our week um and then explore a new place and get to see something new at the time. But also two weeks is enough to kind of, you know, find a new Airbnb, mm. get set up, set up a workstation, go and get familiar with a few of, you know, local cafes and bars or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, you know, find a local running route or whatever and then, you know, move on. Yeah. We might find that two weeks is not long enough or we might want a month in some places if we really, really love it, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But um, that's kind of how it's planning out, planned out at the moment, those two-week blocks. And um, right now... Um, we're uh, we're starting in Bali, major sports market in Bali. So <laughs> we thought we'd we'd dip into there, um, surfing and golfing. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if they have any golf courses there, but um, I saw a story. <clears throat> I saw a story the other day of someone playing. It looked pretty tropical. Uh, so mm. <laughs> check it out. But yeah, yeah, maybe not known for its golf. Yeah. Um, so we'll start in Bali, then we we'll go over to London. Um, going to be there for the Ashes. I'm going to the Lords Test match, which I can't wait for. Uh, also, details about a London meetup coming soon. Mm. Then going over to Amsterdam, into Belgium, uh, down into France, pop into Paris, before going across to um, Annecy, which is on like the the eastern border of France, right near Geneva, where a couple of stages of the Tour de France are going to go nearby. Yeah, and then. Um, the plan for myself, Elise, is to to drive over into Switzerland to go to Lausanne, where the International Olympic Committee is. Um, been chatting with Garth, our man, our man from the IOC, friend of the show from like podcast number sixteen way back when, and um, hopefully try and go check out the International Olympic Committee. Then um, and then uh, make our way down through to southern France, Montpellier, Marseille, then into Spain. Uh, Valencia, Seville, uh, Barcelona, Madrid are around there too. And then yep. head into Portugal, Lagos, um, Lisbon. Booked myself in for the Lisbon Half Marathon. Nice. Yeah. So I'm training for that at the moment, which is uh, which is going well. But um, yeah, I'm just excited. It's finally happening. I um, yeah have wanted to to travel and work for a long, long time. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is a year to to finally make it happen. So I'm very excited. Um, put out a post on LinkedIn the other day to say, hey, who's around and got an overwhelming response mm-hmm. of like, hey, I'm going to be here, here, there and there. So yeah. I started by thinking, all right, let's just do the London meetup. I don't know where else in yeah. Europe our audience is going to be. But it seems like Amsterdam is probably going to have wow. at least, you know, 20 odd people. Um, where else is there? I think Spain, somewhere mm. in like there were a few people in Spain who really wanted one too. Yeah, even like southern France. Someone said if you're coming to Montpellier, like you know, let me know. And I was like, well, I am. <laughs> so um, it's been, and then th- there've been a few people who like put out the dates. I'll book my travel around yeah. the meetups, and I was like, oh my god, just book it. People yeah, will come. people will come, which is kind of like you know. We've had a few people travel interstate for meetups in Australia, so it uh, makes sense, you know, why wouldn't yeah. they do it overseas too? So it's probably cheaper. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. So uh yeah, that's the plan at the moment. Try and see some sport, try and see our audience around the world and yeah. and uh work from some from some new environments. Some spectacular views. That's it. Nah, brilliant, mate. Well, I like that episode. I think we should keep doing it. Yeah. Every quarter, even though it's May. Well, maybe uh, thirdly. Yeah, yeah, thirdly. I like <laughs> thirdly that. thirdly check-in. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. It was good to yarn. Mm. All righty. We'll find us on LinkedIn. Plus, give us some love with a rating if you enjoy the show. You can subscribe on Apple and follow on Spotify. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Hey, guys. One last thing before you go. 
If you'd enjoy a quick email from us each Friday on all the latest job openings, networking events, Q&As with industry professionals and latest podcast episodes, then subscribe to the SportsGrad newsletter. Head to our website, www.sportsgrad.com.au forward slash newsletter to subscribe. There's also a link in our show notes to join.